Hello, I'm Juliette Littman. And I am Joe House. Welcome to Ringer Food, the Ringer's new hub for all your food-related content. You may have known this feed as House of Carbs, and don't worry, that's not totally going away. We will be launching two new shows on the feed, and the first is Food News with me and David Jacoby. You may remember us from our days at Grantland. Well, Jacoby and I are back to go over the news, sample snacks, share some personal tales of food news, some global tales of food news, who knows what else is to come? And House, what are you going to be doing? Oh, my taste buds, my hungry homies, my culinary comrades, we are back. We've done it. Here to tell you that we are reigniting House of Carbs with a whole new slate of tasty episodes throughout the year. We are starting with a football fracas, a gridiron gobble fest. We're doing NFL playoff potluck featuring taste tests of the iconic food item or items of every playoff city to determine which city reigns supreme. Ringer Food is starting up this Wednesday, January 12th. That's so soon. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled over easy or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Dome Media. Thank you, Yola Tingo, as always. Um, we are joined with Chris and Noel. I think that we have some catching up to do since the last time we talked, no? Someone here had a little pizza party I that did. we have to hear a full report on. All right, so when we last spoke, I think Dave gave me the <laughs> 52 minutes of why I was an idiot for making homemade pizza, and then one minute of tips for making homemade pizza, which included your two tips, Steve, for the home pizza maker were one, make a calzone <laughs> and two, order pizza that will arrive halfway through your meal. Mm. <laughs> so I, um, I followed one of those two pieces of advice. I did make a calzone and even though I burnt the shit out of it, it was good. Uh, I don't think that I can, I'm going to become a home pizza maker guys. I don't think it has to do with the quality of my pizza. I don't think it has to do with the oven. The oven's kind of like an amazing little piece of equipment. But here are the problems. One, unless you're having an outdoor thing with a, like people hanging around the oven and they're all ooing and aahing at it, which at this point nobody is, because like seeing somebody make pizza at home is not like a novelty anymore. I was just not present for this hangout with my friends. I was just standing outside, burning mm. my eyebrows off literally at one point just making pizza, bringing it inside and going back outside. I don't know. 
it's it's it's, it's a it's a nice thing to be able to do, but I, I I think I might have come out the other side. I'm imagining this as like a Winnie the Pooh party, and you were Eeyore, and I love it. <laughs> No Everyone just have Tigger, Winnie, they're just out. Your friends are having the best fucking time. And you're just trying to find your fucking tail. And I I'm love just it. like, Tigger pounced on me again. <laughs> I'm gonna make another pizza. Uh it was a little bit like that. Honestly, I didn't I didn't get to talk to my friends for most of the thing because I was just making well, pizza. Actually, outside. Can, can we just hold on for a minute there? Some might say that was a, a good thing. <laughs> right. Uh, some some people who hate me, none of which were at my house, <laughs> would say that not hanging out with me was a good no, thing. No, one of the benefits of being the cook oh, at I see events, saying. right, is that you don't have to make any small talk. Right, right. That's true. That's true. And there are, so, okay. Oh, It's not a disadvantage. It is an advantage to actually, because there's something about like, oh, I miss my friends. I want them to be there, but also at a distance. You know what I mean? Like, yes, they're far away. I'm usually I'm usually that guy, but in in sort of ah, that's very interesting, Dave. Because like homemade I think pizza, you, won. you think you lost? You won. You, <laughs> this the, is a very similar. No, you're so money, you don't even know how money you are. <laughs> you're you, so Vince money, Bob. Chris. You don't even know. Uh, here's an interesting. I think you just landed on the ideal use case for homemade pizza is when it's like your significant other is like we're having a dinner party, and you're mm -hmm, like who's mm -hmm. coming, and they list mm -hmm, off a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. You're like. Okay, great. Um, That's when you develop a furious pizza? cooking brow, and you're like, I'm so busy. I, uh. <laughs> Can you help right, me but don't let anybody come outside because I'm just like scrolling on my phone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> burning pizzas. <laughs> no, that's interesting, Dave. Very interesting because ah, you know what, Chris? This is the one moment where it is. I'm pro pizza making. You've just discovered the company. Perfect. The perfect mm -hmm. use case is. It does require some concentration. It does require you to be away from your <laughs> dinner mm -hmm, guests. Mm -hmm. And they are going to be, and like your your significant other, whoever else is at the party, is going to interpret your homemade pizza making as like pouring your love and effort into like giving them something really special. When you're like, nah, sorry, I'm I'm smoking four briskets outside. I, I got to stand right next to the smoker the whole day. So I'll like, I, I guess I'll, I'll catch you guys on Zoom later. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. This is amazing. Now I know why my dad likes to do outdoor grilling in the winter time. <laughs> Noelle's just like, my dad hates me. I, I'm learning so much about my own father in this. Uh, I, again, like I, we should uh, look at everything in a new light. I think this is a positive, not a negative, Chris. And I think you won. You won this weekend. You don't even realize it. I think you're, I think you're grin fucking me. I know. <laughs> I am not grin fucking you. I'll let you know. I genuinely, <laughs> you know I, I genuinely think this is a win, and you should not look at this as a fucking, oh, I had to do this. Listen, like, no offense to your friends, but there's only so much you want to talk to them about. So, like, you did your job. You you got the, I'm not antisocial to my friends. You were hospitable. You did all these things. Checked off all these fucking things on the, uh, in the boxes, and you got downtime. By yourself. Interesting. See, I was mm. trying to just you're you're totally right because I was trying to justify this pizza making for a version of myself that doesn't exist, which is somebody who wants to be inside having a good time. I just yeah, want to be by or, myself. And like making and like genuinely making people happy. That's not you. You know for a fact, all I care about is making other people happy. But I was just like, I was sitting outside watching the football game by myself. Man, yeah. I had a good time. Friday was a How good was the night pizza? How was the pizza though? Uh, I burned the shit out of my calzone. 
although it was still pretty good. I don't know, man. It, it was not, it was a, it was good pizza, but like it was a tremendous amount of work. Tremendous amount of work. Would, hmm. would it have been better if you got it delivered? Uh, That's a trick pizza, question. Would the pizza have been better if I'd gotten no, it delivered? No, no, the, the, the experience. Would, would, your, would the, your friends have been happier with the quality of pizza mm, with it delivered? And also the quality of pizza of that kind of pizza is like, like a 30% like a, like a, a discount, right? There's no way it's going to be as good because that shit doesn't deliver well, which is why Domino's Pizza make the, the American style deliver pizza. When you get that kind of fucking shit delivered, it is like immediately a B minus. Right. When you get like a, a B minus delivered pizza, pizza mm. better than the pizza you made hot and fresh. Uh, yes. A delivered pizza B minus was better than what I made. I made a C plus in my book. Now, if you did what we had suggested and had that pizza delivered, you know, timed it perfectly about like 90 minutes in mm-hmm. and you're like, Hey guys, surprise. I don't want to let you guys down. <laughs> I know you guys are still hungry. Here you go. Here's real pizza. Right. So it shows extraordinary self-awareness. Right. So and I can give it like a 10-second refresh in the oven yeah. and, and pop it out. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a good plan. It would have been a good it's plan. Not a bad, it's not a bad plan. Here's the other th- Here's the other reason why I'm feeling, again, I'm not unhappy with, with anything. I had a good time Friday. Here's the other thing that bummed me out because I thought this was going to be a real check in the pro column that I was going to win with this one, that my kids would be super into it. Uh, mm. my kids did not give half a shit <laughs> about what I was doing with this oh, pizza. No. Like, just could not have cared even a tiny bit less. Oh. I was like, Ruby, look at this. I'm making a pizza. And then she was like, uh, look at this. And pulled out like a broken slinky. And was like, <laughs> I was like okay, cool. <laughs> it's because ki- kids see the truth. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did make a nice barbecue chicken pizza also, though. Mm, I miss Ooh. barbecue chicken pizza. Can, nice. can, can, you know, one of the things that we filmed in a Hulu show, Next Thing You Eat, that did not make it to final edit, thankfully, is Chris knows this. And I have been talking about this pizza for years. It was going to be the launch of Korean, pitch, Korean Pizza Kitchen, KPK. Oh, yeah. It was going to be the centerpiece mm-hmm. of my like new, new like massive business plan, restaurant, franchise, whatever plan. Is gonna change the fucking world. <laughs> Peking duck pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Peking duck pizza for real. Cause barbecue chicken pizza works. It works. But this is one of those things like communism makes sense on paper. But in reality, when you put humans involved with it, it doesn't fucking work out. And Peking duck pizza is one of the worst possible things I've ever fucking made. What a what a buildup. And it was almost what? like um, I fucking love this story. Yeah, so bad. Like I made it. Cho was there. We had Courtney Store uh, making pizza for us, and she made the fucking amazing thing the the Italian beef pizza. Yeah, like the, the, the from Chicago. Ooh, yeah. It was like it was like divine. It was dipping it in an au jus. Like oh fuck, so good. And I was like, I got one. This is going to change your fucking world and everyone. The audience, everyone's gonna love it. Roll it out as thin as possible. The dough, and I'm gonna brush hoisin sauce on it Mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna cook that right now and i did varieties of this i cooked the dough first and then i put on the hoisin and i put on the scallions and then i had really good peking duck clearly bought and i sliced it and i did it the whole thing a variety of different ways i mean it must have made four or five different versions and each one came out terrible and i was (laughs) crestfallen i've never used that word but that's exactly how i felt i was (laughs) destroyed because this idea on paper is so fucking good. Peking duck pizza. It's the same thing. 
Why wouldn't you want it? it Peking duck, real Beijing style Peking duck, one the greatest single food in the world for me. I will travel anywhere for a real thing. It's sometimes maybe the only reason to go to Beijing is is to eat <laughs> Peking duck. Uh-huh. And this one was a total disaster. This pizza existed at CPK years ago, though. And it was amazing. So I don't know how this Wait, didn't work amazing. out. What ma- it was am- you had an amazing it was Peking duck pizza? It was genuinely so good. It was so good. It's almost exactly as Dave describes. It's a base of hoisin sauce, or mm-hmm. sauce is hoisin. I don't Normal remember cheese. having this at, at, at CPK. Oh, yeah. Mm. Peking duck, shiitake mushrooms, the very crazy addition of wonton strips, like fried wonton strips, and some, like, Ginger or some scallions on oh top. I loved it. So this is some Annie Chun shit. I feel right like here. I'm been I'm been ga- no, gaslit. No, here, no, no, no. Here was the essential question. I feel like question. Neo in the Matrix is like, is this a fucking simulation now? Because I feel very clearly that I invented this fucking thing, and now you're telling me it's not not true. I mean, as little Noelle will tell you that that's all she used to order at CPK until it got discontinued because I think I was the only one eating it. And then moved over to barbecue chicken pizza. It's true. It is a vintage pizza at CBK. Peking Ooh. duck features Peking duck pizza features roasted duck, shiitake mushroom, mozzarella, hoisin ginger sauce. Fuck me. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I, I I plagiarized with it. I'm like one of those plagiarizers that didn't realize they plagiarized. You just absorbed it. You from your nightly readings at the CBK venue. <laughs> so I was I was present for both Dave coming up with Korean Pizza Kitchen and for this failed attempt at the Peking duck pizza. And my two favorite things were one, Dave had had quite a few whiskeys when he had got, when he decided mm. to do Korean Pete's Kitchen, and he was like, he kept on saying, "It's CPK, but KPC. It's KPC. It's KPC." <laughs> and I had to be like, "That's not how you. <laughs> that's not how you spell kitchen, man." <laughs> like, but it took both of us like days for that. Now, here was the question that Dave asked when we tasted his Peking duck pizza, because I'm sure listeners are like, what made it bad? And here's a question I posed to you, Noel. We tasted the pizza and Dave was like, I was like, what do you think makes this bad? Why do you think this is not good? And he was like, is this better than just eating Peking duck <laughs> with like a normal Peking mm. duck toppings? And I was like, fuck no, Ooh. fuck no. <laughs> the one thing we didn't put on was mozzarella cheese, which I can't do. It's I'm true, all about I don't fucking, think it would be better. It would be worse. I, I'm all about like merging things together, but like I, I'm, I'm not an advocate of merging cheese of any form with Asian food. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's not, you're not going to see this guy with the corn cheese. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't like cheese on fucking ramen. No, get that fucking shit out of it. Some things you got to keep separate. I refuse it with cheese on Peking duck pizza. That is sacrilegious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this Noel, is a fascinating question. CPK, Peking duck, vintage classic pizza, or some fucking delicious Peking duck. Mm. Mm. Which one are you going to choose? I will have to go with classic Peking duck. It's all about the bun. That's, that's what that it was is. The problem. Yeah. That was what the, the thing we discovered in Pure But not, was the everything, bun is not, bun. Everything, not everything is bun. In Beijing, it, they have mm. two other options the thin, thin pancake or this yep. crispy little puffy thing. Either way, better it's, than yeah, so it's so all better. Yeah. Either way, better, you know? That's the problem. Right, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Because the one thing, if you have to make Peking Duck pizza, you actually have to have the fucking duck, which is the central piece of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And why would I put that on pizza? It, it's, it's like. Making a fucking like a like a cocktail with a 1984 Bordeaux. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> but that's why the crust was crucial on that. At CPK, it used to be like fluffy before it got really, really bad. 
But mm. I can see how this could have gone wrong. The reason why I had all the hope, all of my hopes and dreams are pinned on this pizza, the Peking duck pizza that was more pure than the abomination that CPK made with mozzarella cheese, because I would never <laughs> fucking defile the honor of Peking duck with fucking mozzarella cheese. I just would never do that. He will grant right? that they came yeah. first, but he will not grant this mozzarella <laughs> cheese. Yeah. That's the, you know, even if that's what makes it taste good, I won't go there. I won't go there. I have too much respect <laughs> for my non-ancestors that were Chinese. <laughs> Because clearly from <laughs> Professor Gates, I'm like 90, almost as Korean as any Korean has ever been. All right? <laughs> but the reason that gave me all the hopes was Chris was also there for the day that I made maybe the first Mapo Tofu pizza in the world. Yeah, Ooh. I was there for that too. I really did. I really did. Okay. And it was with real Mapo Tofu. And I put it on pizza and it was fucking delicious. <laughs> and there was no cheese on it. It was just the mapo tofu. So it's Maybe, mapo tofu. I don't remember. I was also pretty, I was also pretty drunk, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Neapolitan pizza or not. straight out of the oven yeah. and you just happened to have some mapo tofu right there. Hmm. And the man put the two together. It was pretty fucking good. It, it tasted okay. like, a, like a spicy Italian Sicilian sausage thing. So, I'm not, so I think that we need, hmm. I think that needs further exploration, Dave, because I also don't know that we were like good judges of whether or not it was actually good. Because I've seen that around Mapo Tofu Pizza, and I've yet to, like, I'm chasing the dragon still. That was the best version, and it might have just been where our heads were. But, like, that's the other thing is, like, making miso plus for one pizza sucks. <laughs> like, if I ever make mm. pizza at home again, I'm not offering multiple toppings. I'm offering one type of pizza I'm making. That would be my other home tip. Right. I mean, you shared some photos on the Discord channel, Chris, and they all looked pretty good. But, but doesn't I hear all you. pizza look pretty good? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Mm. Like all pizza like looks pretty yeah. good, unless it looks bad. Ultimately, all pizza yes. looks pretty good. As long and that's as it's probably, like warm, isn't that? Know? Don't you think? Not to get like meta here, but isn't that part of the draw of like or the allure of making pizza at home? Is that like basically no matter what, you look like you did a pretty good job? Yeah, for unless the you like, truly fuck it up. Yeah, for sure. Any pizza looks good. You're right. You're right. It's the little black dress. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish. That's, that wraps up our pizza thing. But Noel just mentioned something uh, casually there that we should we should shout out here at this moment, I think. Uh, there have been some very active conversations happening in the Major Domo world, in the world of the Dave Chang show, uh, on a pl little platform called Discord. <laughs> and, it's a whole uh, new world. It's a whole new world. A whole world. new world out there. I'll tell you what I'll tell you what Noel, Dave and I uh, spent doing spent our Friday nights doing because I saw both of them there past 11 p.m. <laughs> on Friday night <laughs> was uh, chopping it up with people on the old discord server. And so far, it's just been people who are signed up to the the fixer newsletter who know about it. But uh, Noel, where can we point people if they want to join the fray? Link in bio on Instagram. It'll be there. Link in bio on Instagram. Discord for the uninitiated, by the way, is like, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit pirate radio-y. So like, if you want to join it, like you've got to use the direct link that we've got on our website, majordomomedia.com. It's also in our Fixer newsletter. Go to majordomomedia.com slash discord. That'll take you there. It's a gentle, it's a gentle entry for anybody who's feeling technophobic. We've got a little help section there. Like I said, Noel, Dave, myself, the whole MDM crew is there to, to help you out. But it's a, 
it's been interesting and it's it's also been informing today's moif i think right supercomputer yeah it's been fun we actually do have some moif topics that people have thrown out on the channel and i think we're this computer is going to do a little bit more crowdsourcing from there moving forward before we get into the supercomputer what do you think the percentage of people listening that even know what the fuck we're talking about with discord and if they do oh. they're just like that's not for me hmm. why point. should we sell them on on the fact that discord is really an amazing channel because i was dubious i was like that's what fucking nerds use that's it like, <laughs> that's what people that live with their parents use when they play video games they're like fortnite yeah but minecraft is the best game ever it's it's uh, my friend group mm. has also been dubious, honestly, because I, I know Dungeons some... and Dragons, <laughs> amazing! Oh my god, I mean, my yeah, mage doing is... a good job selling it. These are all wonderful things. I my know. mage is so powerful. <laughs> my twelve-sided die is so strong. Your dice are strong, Dave. Um... I have the best collection of my magic. Magic. <laughs> what? 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 Again, I've never played any of these okay. things. I'm sorry. I don't know. Might. I thought it was might, but no, no, no it's actually no. might. So I, I, I think you're right. I think we should sell them a little bit. Because my I, I honestly told my friends to join up when we first launched the Discord, whatever, a week and a half ago. And they were all pretty dubious. But I sort of I sort of was like, it used to just be called the chat room, man. And you all did that. <laughs> and it was pretty fun to get in there and like talk to people who with like from a like-minded community who are sort of going through the same things and wondering the same questions. And honestly, when I was making pizza and I, I threw it out to this discord group of, you know, thousand people or whatever to say, does anybody here know how I should make pizza? Like it was a deluge <laughs> of people with opinions and information and a fucking spreadsheet. <laughs> Somebody made a spreadsheet. Yeah. It's pretty wild, man. It's just like people are just trying to share what they know. And Davis, but did you get did you get any good advice of those many many suggestions? I don't think anyone was real like I was real with you. Nobody, <laughs> nobody was so real as to say just make a calzone or order pizza. No, but I think that for the 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 pizza people out there, there was a robust pizza conversation, and I have been getting some other good little tips from there. We started a little dad and mom's room where people are talking about you know the kinds of lullabies they sing their kids. I'm getting some hot tips on that. Plus, I think I've lost a ton of money in crypto to, to scammers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So, our, our, so we're, we're, we're pro-Discord. If you were just a casual listener who's like, God, I really want to <laughs> be talking to Dave at 11 o'clock on Friday nights, then you would go to majordomomedia.com slash Discord, and then it would take you right there through some kind of internet magic. It would teleport you straight into our Discord. To be told server. how wrong you are. <laughs> if, you, if you, like so many others, are wanting uh, to be told what's wrong, told you're wrong on the weekends. You're like trying <laughs> to convince me that an oven mitt is a worthy investment. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> There's well, no well, fucking well. chance an oven mitt is a worthy investment. <laughs> uh, it just get the fuck out. I, who, I, just get out of our discord. What was, the other one? Oh, what was the other one that you and I were both in the room that happened to be in the room of this channel at the same time? Oh, it was the... Put the mayonnaise on the outside oh, of your grilled oh, cheese mm -hmm. pack. Good, yeah. Lord. Goodness, what good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> I mean, again, I think that person is a narc. They're clearly working for 
<laughs> some kind of deep state organization and they're trying to infiltrate us because that's what I would rather believe than somebody genuinely being enthusiastic about putting mayonnaise on their fucking bread <laughs> on the outside and grilling it and like getting it golden brown. I would rather believe that this person is a fucking deep state agent narco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so so there are two attra- there there are two draws that join the Discord. One. <laughs> Dave outing you as a deep state narc. <laughs> and two, I mean, there's there's good conversation. Noel, have you have you been uh you've been keeping your eyes on the snacking channel? Oh yeah. Anything in there? We just new opened to you? that one. Any new stuff in there? There are some new things in there. I saw a raspberry Kit Kat that seemed quite nice. Mm. But yeah, no, it's awesome. Plus, I think, Chris, you're missing draw number three, which is really being a part of this world in that all the stuff that gets talked there, we'll talk about here and some other projects coming up. Yeah. So let's show them how that works right now. Talk about what they're talking about on the old Discord Moif channel. Uh, great question. Well, especially with all of the football playoff games happening lately, there's been a big one. Which one is better for wings? Is it flats or drumsticks? Who is going to pick drumettes over flats? Is this even a discussion? Is this is this yeah. really a discussion? It's a, it's a discussion. The wing itself, the, wing right? itself, the midsection of the wing. Who's picking the drumette? Me. I know. I know. Noel. <laughs> Noel, you're <laughs> picking the drumettes. Why not? It's easier to eat. Oh my god! I mean, Wait, it's easier I to eat. So- actually... Soylent is also easier to eat. Doesn't make it better. <laughs> It's fucking horrible. What are you talking about? Wait, can you guys? I, I actually am genuinely curious. Like, why is this such a big, you know, I, I guess I'm agnostic. I'll pick up the drumette. I don't really care which one I eat. I think it's a little easier to eat, but more skin, what are the merits less, of less tendony nonsense in the drumette? Oh. It's just all around better. More service area. So much of this depends on the type of wing, kind of restaurant, the quality of the food, all of these things. Right. Mm. If you're like, if it's a battered, if it's a battered type of wing where they put like some kind of like a starch on it, then you got to go dramat. Battered oh. wing. You have to go dramat. Yeah. Mm. I still, I'm still going midsection. Right. Well, you know, so much I, live in a, I live in a world of, you know, anything's a possibility. I keep my <laughs> uh, options open as a, as an optimist. I'm always looking at the best possible outcome of things. And I'm, I, 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 I'm relative. Like everything is a new thing. I'm, I have no preset things, no bias like you do with your wings. I'm open to my wings, and I'm, you know, it's very relative. And I think the drumette is can and has its place in this world, especially when it's a substandard wing. You want to eat the drumette. There's nothing worse than a a soggy wing. You want to eat the drum. If the wings itself are not crispy, you want the drumette. If it's crispy. Really? Mm. And the skin is perfect. You want the you want the you want the flat. If it's a mm. bad but wing, but in a you one size fits all world where you want to promote a monolithic culture, yes. then yeah, like Chris Yang, yeah, you know, you <laughs> want the flat to be the best in class for everything. It's true. Mm. It's true. I only want the I only want the flat, and I'm 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 willing to. Uh, sure, I'll come along with you, Dave. If only so that more people are eating the drumette and I don't have to fucking eat it. <laughs> the drumette is amazing, guys. Everybody should eat the drumette. And especially if you're sharing a plate of wings with me, you should eat the drumette. I'm not eating that thing. 
But what's a better date food? If you had, if you were splitting wings, what are you doing? And how are you eating the flat? Well, I mean, it depends. Oh, again, oh. all of this comes down Ooh. to the type of date you're on, <laughs> the type of person you're with. Or is this person on the other side of the table going to be impressed when I stick the whole uh, flat into my mouth and pull it out with just the bones? Oh, no. If not, if not then I'll eat the trumpet. <laughs> like, oh, no. or, or like there's nothing really attractive about doing the smash and grab where you take the fucking flat and you smash all the meat down with your fingers <laughs> and your yeah. thumb like a claw, like yeah. a like the claw and you go, Whoop! and then you have like the shrapnel of meat at the end and you go, Arp! that's not good. Like your Tom and Jerry's cartoon taking the fucking fish out. No, that's not attractive. Right. It's like when you pull the meat off and it's dangling and then you've got to go up from the back. Yeah, right. Not so you smash all date. the meat, like you know, you like putting a straw into a drink. You know, like it's all out there. Right. No, that's not nice. And the other thing, which I have seen too many times, which is extremely disturbing, <laughs> very disturbing. I'm going to plant this thought into your head, this image when somebody eats the fucking flat and they're like trying to get all the fucking meat in between with their fucking. <laughs> Teeth the and tongue. tongue. When you like see they're between the two kind of sexual act or something like that. <laughs> oh I, I can't. It's terrible. I hate it. Oh and I just, I'm like, does anyone taught you any fucking manners how to eat this shit? Don't do that. <sighs> Don't try to. You can't. Do you know what it is? It's well, like why? the fucking. So you have the two bones of the wing, yeah. and you're trying to get the last little yes. strip of meat in between, and you're using your tongue, and it's poking through the little hole, yes. and then you're like giraffe lipping it. You're just like, <laughs> yes. Yes, like your little giraffe you know eating a leaf off a tree. It's so <laughs> fucking it's, terrifying. It's one of the most it's disgusting terrifying. acts a human can do. I'm pretty sure the only reason Grace decided to be with me is I never pulled that move in front of her. That's the right. only plus that I have. I didn't oh, do that. I, I've still never, I've never done the the wing trick in front of my my wife. Noel doesn't even do know what we're talking about. No, and I don't Does know if I want to know. So, Sasha. <laughs> This is why people don't like the flats. It does. It is a bad look to eat them. It is true. It is so bad. I cannot believe Noel doesn't know the 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 terrible look of like trying to flick the meat into your mouth. She's she's yeah, on that. That's I'm, why she's eating drumettes. I'm team drumette. I'm trying to make life easier for myself. For that reason alone, that's when you eat the drumette. That's I'm just giving Chris examples of when to eat a drumette mm. in front of people. <laughs> Mm, okay. okay. The problem okay. with the flat is there's no way to eat it in a graceful manner unless you're eating at a top end yakitori where they're making the butterfly of the, the wing, the wing itself. So they butterfly it and they do it in a way and they cut it where the joints of the two wing bones are now like together. Right. And as it cooks, it it becomes one. So it's like a lollipop, like a like a flat lollipop, like a mm. candy bar of mm. a chicken wing. That's because the only they know dignified it's way of doing eat. it. Yeah. Exactly. It's the only dignified way. Such a Japanese move. And listen. It's a fucking lot of work. Having done it, fuck that. I will never <laughs> ever do that. It's too much work. Have we ever? To do that. Have we ever? So mm-hmm. there was a there was a period of time, Dave. You know, I remember there was like the the reversible dinner jacket for for a bib. We had come up with a few things. What about like a little privacy screen <laughs> for wing eating? Just a little pocket sized privacy screen. You they can have take that on a date. Fo- they it. have that in football where they have the blue blue tarp. Right, <laughs> right. When they're getting examined on the field. Exactly. Um, um, I think this is a great idea. He's going into the tent. Oh, no. <laughs> he's going no. in and he's going to defile himself. Oh man. I, I'm I'm down. Listen. If we want to say we're living in a civilized world, like I think that is a, a extremely, 
empathetic gesture to all the diners. <laughs> privacy screen. <laughs> or just uh, if you're in a pinch and you left your chicken wing privacy screen at home, just take that big laminated menu and set it up in front of you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. You can just eat behind it. Because there there's no go. other way. The, the drumhead is the only way to eat something where you don't look like a like a like a like a crazy person. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. one. But yeah. I guess Chris likes to look like a crazy person. That's okay. You know, the shoe fits. Yeah, he likes what he likes. <laughs> Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Can you tell me, though, what is your, like... uh a wing stop or something. What's your order? What's the sauce on it? Are we talking hot sauce? Are you in the lemon pepper category of people? No, what does that look like? No, that, that's literally no. like a, a Pepsi drinker. <laughs> we just figured out that the, the Venn diagram crossover overlap of, of Pepsi drinkers. You just have to find the people that like lemon pepper wings. And then you found all lemon the Pepsi pepper. drinkers. Mm. I don't even get lemon pepper. No lemon pepper, but what, so what, give us our options, Noel. What are, what are the typical sauce options? It's like barbecue, Mm -hmm. buffalo, lemon pepper, teriyaki, sweet and sour, yeah, sweet and sour, teriyaki. A garlic Um, parm. Garlic parm. God. I'm just telling you what they have. I don't, I don't make up the rules. I'm just offended. They they really should just have a Chongqing spice kit wing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Shake that shit on there. Mm-hmm. And then they should just have regular buffalo sauce. I don't want anything else. I don't want barbecue. Where are you on the uh, the very, very popular 10 years ago sort of like pock pock style sticky sweet wing? You mean Korean style? Uh, yeah. Is it the same though? Because they weren't like battered. Well, they're similar. Those are, those are delicious, but that's not a wing. That's a, that's a whole genre in and of itself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess that's not the same. The, yeah. Like the fish sauce wing is different than what we're talking about here. We're talking about like your football game wing stop wing. I gotcha. mean, that's like a Roy's Panettone. That's like, a, a, <laughs> you don't put that in the same conversation. Roy's Panettone. <laughs> uh, so just your original, your original Buffalo. Oh my God, there's all sorts of flavors here. There are Hawaiian, like 10 different flavors. Mango, this is where This is where I'm pro-diversity, but not here. We need to start. We start. We need to start culling some flavors here. <laughs> Are you judging the lemon pepper person harder than the person who gets the boneless wings? I love boneless wing people all day because they're they're my people. 
<laughs> You've gone from flats to also saying that boneless wing people are your you people. You know why? Because they're lazy. <laughs> they're lazy. They want to maximize their caloric expenditure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this logic isn't totally tracking with me, but you know, you can have it, Dave. You can have it. Is it the same as something I think we've both agreed we don't like, which is like pre-shelled pistachios though? No, oh, boneless no. wings I'm a big fan of. If you did you I'm just like shocked here <laughs> that you guys are so incredulous to this. Like I actually think that you've done on this very podcast like 15 minutes on how you hate boneless wings. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> I like boneless wings. What I'm trying to say is like, how is that any different than chicken tenders or chicken nuggets? Hmm. Same thing. It's, it's not. But now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking that part of the pleasure of a wing might be the disgusting act of gnawing well, on the people, wing. Clearly people are telling me that I have been anti uh, boneless <laughs> wing. And listen, if you ever like, want to see like one of my, like, uh, like I guess I, I, I guess I'm Lindsey Graham. Yeah, Moif's now. I hate Donald for, Trump, but you should vote Mo- for him. Moif, best leader we ever had. Moif is my opinion is fluid. He's the dumbest American <laughs> I've ever met in my life. But vote for him. Did, did I actually say he was dumb? No, I did not say that. What I meant to say is that he's the smartest person, best looking individual I've ever met. All right, no, actually, let me ask you an actual scenario. You're sitting down at your your sports bar. God, I would love to sit down at a sports bar. Holy shit! You're such a rookie. Me and all, you're a rookie. I'm going to tell you exactly what you do. You do one of each. You get the bonus wings oh too. Rookie, oh I was going to order one. I'm a, I'm definitely going to do that. I was just going to say, but why? If if they're not, that means that one is not empirically better than the other. They have different appeals. So you are ordering both for different reasons. I am ordering both because it maximizes my chewing. You know, I might get tired of like trying to eat a wing in a civilized manner and I just want to fucking shove shit in my face. Is that so wrong? And the boneless wing is just pure eating action. So they, it's, okay. like, it's literally like what you're telling me is like, if I go hunting or if I'm shooting a gun, it's like you have automatic and like single action. I, 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 I can like both. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Fine. when the wings hit the table, are you going for the bone in or boneless first? Well, like clearly I'm going. This is again. We'll show trick you question. how much. No, no, it's not a trick question. I can answer this. This is not a Gordian knot. I, I know the answer here. You go first with a bite of the boneless wing. So as you're chewing, you already have food in your mouth. <laughs> this is getting so gross. <laughs> right? Okay. So you eat I the eat boneless it. wing. You're eating it, what? and it primes your mouth for the actual chicken wing that you're eating. So you you know the the time in between, you know, like not having food in your stomach. Is like shortened dramatically. I I, I just want I I, I, oh, I don't want to talk about wings anymore. This is one of those things where if you think about it too much, it becomes disgusting. Like wings have disgusting. now just, wings have become disgusting to me now. You're when Dave just said, Chris, you you're telling me you don't have <laughs> you're telling me you don't have a boneless wing in your mouth, and then you go for a fucking oh, like of course I do, wing? but I don't want to talk about. it. I want to think about it. <laughs> Not for that logic either. It's like the boneless is crispy, therefore you're going to eat it first. That's it. Yeah, that's also true, but I actually I actually know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Dude, you're a big big boy big boy what Asian club. What's up? Oh my god. You, you can't wait. Little, because like you you know what Are you the kind appetizer? of person that doesn't eat a French fry until they get home? Like that's ridiculous. It's the, the same definition. logic. <laughs> it's the definition of an appetizer where you're like, oh, I just need a little something to, <laughs> to quell yeah. my appetite yeah. to get it going. Even if it's a half a second. Time. That's called carpe diem. I'm living life to the fullest. Every second counts. Yeah. 
I, I just wings just became so gross to me, and I, I'm like simultaneously desirous of them. Can I tell you something that I saw when I lived in Japan? Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> this is something where I have not yet gotten to. There's a place where they serve two things. One is you eat. They cook the cartilage to pork so much that you eat the pork bone and they deep fry mm-hmm. it. And chicken wings, some of the chicken bones you can eat the whole fucking thing. I've seen Whoa. it. I have not been able to get. That's like Nirvana, a state of Nirvana. They're bodhisattvas that are able to do that. You 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 are you are Buddha basically. The wing is like pre cooked in some way before it's fried crispy, and therefore you can just like. I don't even know if it's a wing at that point. They're just like, it's almost like chunking chicken type bits and you just eat mm. the whole fucking thing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that at that level of chicken spirituality to just go, <laughs> go there one day. <laughs> That's crazy. Cause you're like a level nine chicken spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do more hot yoga. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my God. No. All right. What else are they talking about? At Kevbot, really wants a fantasy draft on all things movie theater snacks. But I think we can just speed this up and really, it's your ideal movie snack lineup. The not movie nachos, get out, get out of my, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> Purely because they're not good or because of the disruptive nature of movie the theater all, nachos. The whole thing, just the look of it. And I think they're fucking Punking you, the movie theater nacho makers, with that tiny fucking cup of shelf stable fucking cheese. You got to be out of your fucking mind. Get that shit out of here. You can't do that. And pretzels. The pretzels. Who thought the little pretzel bites? Who thought that was a good idea? Can I also ask why is it that the the only place where tortilla chips are round is at the movie theater or like a baseball Ooh. game? Why are they suddenly round there? Why and very they, yellow too. Why are they so yellow and round? Mm-mm. Why? Mm-hmm. What? What is going through your head? It's like when someone orders fucking nachos. I want to know what the <laughs> fuck are you thinking as to why that's a good idea? Hmm. You know what I want? Fuck the popcorn. Fuck the Reese's. Give me nachos. You what are you a fucking psychopath? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> You're like I don't want to sit too close to this person in the theater. Yeah, I agree. You know what I want? I want nacho cheese in my mouth while I'm watching a movie. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> So no, anything but that. Anything but that. I get down with some dibs. Where are you on dibs, Ooh. snack master? Amazing. That's what's definitely what's my ice what's cream a, what's, pick. what's dibs? What's dibs? Like the little bite-sized cylindrical ice cream bites covered in chocolate and nuts. And like bunch of crunch. Bunch mm. of crunch. Ooh. Yeah, can You're I like, tell you what is underrated that people don't do enough of? Is Slurpees at the movie theaters. Ices at the movie theaters. Ices, yeah. Whatever. So. Yeah, I hell think plenty yeah. of people have ices. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see it enough. I don't know about you guys. I feel like I'm at a loss for greatest, you know, food based movies or TV shows as of late. You got any suggestions for me? Well, this is a good topic for us, right? Because now we have the discord and people can like watch these things as we talk. So I think it's a really good topic, right? And everyone asks always to me, at least. It's in the pantheon of stupid questions asked somebody in the culinary world. What's your favorite thing to cook? <laughs> uh, is like top, but right mm-hmm. below that is what's your favorite food movie? I don't even know why that's even part of the consideration. Like, what do you, you know, like, what do you like? What's your favorite thing to cook is my favorite. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> food. <laughs> what's your favorite ingredient to work with? <laughs> it's like, 
your favorite letter. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you like D, right? D's your favorite letter because it starts, your name starts with D. I'm like, what the fuck? Because this is the exact equivalent you get. All you prevent cooks, you know what I'm talking about. What's your favorite ingredient? What's your favorite thing? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, it's anyway. true, though. You do get asked best food movie. Best food movie. And I always say Ratatouille, and it always is like, but it's a cartoon. And I'm like, yeah. I still think Ratatouille is the best food movie. Mm, yeah. Okay. It captures, at least it, it captures um, so much. Not just of the professional cooking, I think it captures why we think about food in a nostalgic way. In, in so many of the dishes that we love, it's about nostalgia. And I think it does something remarkable in capturing that let alone all the other professional. It, it captures the brigade system pretty well. It captures the critic really well. It captures selling out as a chef really well. There's a lot of things that make it good, but I think what it captures better than anything is why we love food so much. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I mean, even beyond I mean, that that last scene with, you know, the the namesake Ratatouille and, and Anton Ego flashing back, that we've, we've cited that moment a million times. It's like, it truly is like the best visual representation of why food creates nostalgia. I think the other thing though about Ratatouille, Dave is like, I don't think it's necessarily that it's uh, it's, it's portraying the restaurant industry super accurately or whatever, whatever, whatever. I think it does an amazing job of taking food and cooking really seriously without being over serious about it. Like it's why you have like this main character who has nothing else. And like, the the love of this craft and like just the desire to do something that he feels like he can get better at like it feels it's really pure in this movie and i think like that's that's another special part of ratatouille that's still the best food movie i don't think what are you thinking about what's what's your best oh i really like ratatouille i think that's great but i also like julie and julia because oh god (laughs) (laughs) it's like you just told me you voted for like Matt, Mitt Romney. Uh, I'm like, fuck. I think it's like, it's such like, a great I really, bad I movie. I really like the centrist position. I'm like, what are you talking about? I think it's so kooky in like a way that can only be captured just like that. And it's a perfect, you know, if it's on TV, I'm going to watch it. I don't know. Can I, can I say, I think, um, I haven't read the book. I know it's about the blogger. I think the movie uh, should have just been called Julia without the modern day uh, recreation of the blogger itself. They should have just edited that out and made a 45 minute, you know, uh, based on true story documentary about Julia Child. That was great. The the Meryl Streep parts with Stanley Tucci are wonderful. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. But the, but the other one, what's her name? Who's a great actress? I just don't like. Is that Amy Adams? Amy Adams. Yeah. She's so good in that movie about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so tell me, tell me some non-ratatouille. Alien, aliens that do like a sign language. Yeah. What, what is, is that, that movie? Signal. Arrival. Arrival. Arrival? <laughs> Signal. Oh, <my> <laughs> uh, we were watching Signal while playing that card game, Mike. <laughs> I went to, I love McDowell's. It's such a good restaurant. (laughs) Um, What do you think is the most overrated? I think most overrated is actually not Julie and Julia. I like Julia. I just don't like, again, I think I'll I'll fast forward to all the Amy Adams parts. Fair. This is going to be maybe causing a food schism here. I may be Martin Luther here, 
a little bit, and I'm okay with that. I think the most overrated film, not saying it's bad, the most overrated food film is Big Night. Don't come at me. Interesting. Um, I love it. Hmm. I think it's great, but like, there's very little cooking in it. Interesting. I think it gets treated with a lot of reverence, and I think that if you think about Big Night, I'm, I'm deciding if I agree with you, but I think if you if you think about Big Night, you think about the timpano, which is the only real substantive cooking scene, and you think about him making eggs with his brother in the morning. So you basically only think about the last 20 minutes of that movie. And slicing the garlic, like, there's really nothing. And I, I that dish that the artist eats, I'm like, what the fuck Italian dish is that? And the green one, <laughs> and the shrimp, and this, I was like, you know... I've never even seen anything like that. Why the fuck? I don't know anything about that. That is that a risotto? It's clearly a risotto, but like what kind of risotto has that kind of seafood in it? And it's also like lime green. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think it exists. I think it's whatever. And the timpano I've tried to make, guess what? I think it's a lot of work for something mm-hmm. that could be way better is just as a lasagna. Uh, I, I agree with mm-hmm. that. You do look at that monstrosity <laughs> and you're like, why did you make this for this food critic coming in? This seems crazy. <laughs> That's not a good idea. And Why'd it's a totally that? fucked up movie about, you know, a lot of fucked up themes about infidelity, about che- like cheating both as like brothers. It's just the whole thing is about bad, bad shit, bad behavior, mm-hmm. mm. I think. Mm. And But I will say one of my favorite scenes is that end. That was the most real scene. It was like, we lost everything. Everything sucks. And I'm making you eggs. And how we did it with the olive oil and the eggs, and Tucci was making it. And he put Another the t- reason the why burnt scene sucks. On. Another reason that burnt sucks, you just ripped off the egg scene. What is that yeah. all about? Just mm. straight ripped it off. That was just a stupid... Ne- we're never talking about that movie ever again. <laughs> I don't really know that. But I'm not saying I dislike it. I just think it's overrated when people say it's like the best. It's certainly in the top 10. I, 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 I love the movie, but I don't... You know, I don't under... And that egg scene at the end, when they take off the, the bread, I think is great. But I, I just think it's lacking food scenes and like connect what's the connection with food for that movie why is food important in that film outside of that last scene where it's like no matter what at the end of the day we still have to eat that's basically it we still have to eat together i'll make you this egg but uh, yeah and mark mark anthony's in it you know what like he's a good singer All right. Well, I mean, so, you know, there are, there are the other ones we've, you know, we've big night gets talked about a lot. Diner gets talked about a lot. Dave, you introduced me to hundred foot journey. I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Big, big, big fan of that movie. Um, I think that you and I also st- stand for sideways. We both enjoyed watching There's only sideways. one reason I like sideways. sideways There's only amazing. one reason why sideways is in the top three for me. Again, I've talked about this before, but I'll watch this a million times over when Paul Giamatti is drinking the fucking wine at the tasting and he takes the fucking wine to his nose and he puts two fingers to his ear and he's like that makes no sense at all the sense in the world (laughs) it is truly one of my favorite moments in all of life is watching that moment it doesn't make it, I love it. I love it so much like why is he holding his ear like he's listening to music but smelling wine Is it so? so I've thought about this or not. Is it so intoxicating? Like it touches so many senses. This wine's so great that he loses hearing. Like I don't. (laughs) Uh, What are some other uh, unexpected wild cards on here? What else you guys like? Mm. Eat, drink, man, woman. Eat, drink, man, woman. Yeah. Let me ask you the same question about eat, drink, man, woman that you asked about. Big night beyond the opening scene. 
What else do you love about that movie? I think the whole movie is about food. It is. It is. But if I try to remember that movie, I remember the opening scene. And I remember like a dad who, like a kids who don't appreciate him and then a journey toward reconnection. But I just remember the opening scene, really. Will anybody come with me on my choice of Amelie? <laughs> Never seen it. Uh, I'd hate the only it. Scene I, I don't, uh, only thing I remember from Amelie is the chicken oysters. I think the grandfather the explaining the chicken oyster to his grandson, beautiful. I think that her going through the market and, and just like, yeah, it's a beautiful little food movie, I think. Works in a cafe. Sasha just gave us uh, one movie that, again, this this brings up so many threads over the past few months. Is it is this movie? <laughs> yeah. Is this movie like Water for Chocolate or is it Chocolat? Chocolat. 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 It's the same movie, right? Like Water for Chocolate is the same thing, right? Chocolat. Is Chocolat like Water for Chocolate? Is it the same movie? I think um, it is. Chocolat. Chocolat. Mm. And this is 2000. No, they're two like different water movies. Water for Chocolat it came eight years earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they're, they're the same. They're the same. Uh, it's on Netflix. So we, here's what we need to do. Because now I'm now I'm seeing there's some holes in our collective knowledge here. Mm-hmm. We need to watch a movie and have a little movie club. We need to do a little food movie watch along movie club. You guys want to do this? Also, here's another movie that everyone tells me is really good: The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. Never, never fucking watched that one. I've heard about this too. Mm-hmm. I've also never seen. I mean, there's like a bunch of like classics right along those lines, right? I've never seen Babette's Feast. You know what I want to watch that I saw <laughs> oh. on a bunch of lists. I want to see, I want to watch Soul Food. Have you guys watched Soul Food? Oh, yes. It's nice. No. But Babette's Feast makes me laugh. Because everyone... <laughs> Is it bad? I don't think anybody's actually watched that film. I asked in the Discord if anybody had watched it. Nobody has fucking watched this, and yet it's on every list. Everybody thinks that it is because they heard that it was good, but... Everyone that nobody tries to this. watch it falls straight the fuck asleep. <laughs> so nobody's actually, this. you know, it's like the opposite of that 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 like horror film where if you watch this video, you die. It's the, <laughs> the, the ring. If you have if you hey the ring, if you have insomnia, nobody has ever actually completed Babette's Feast. That's what I want to put out there. No one's seen every fucking second of that film from the title sequence to the end credits. Nobody's fucking watched it. It's a lie. It might not it's even exist. Lie. It might not even be a real movie. <laughs> No, let's do it. Let's do a little watch along. What movie, if you had to pick one, Dave, to watch and discuss with us and with the Discord people, what movie would you want to pick right now? I will tell you that one movie that's garbage that I had a lot of hopes for because they were filming at Little Owl, which was a restaurant in 2004 that was in the West Village that was really hot at the time. And I remember people talking about it. And this is right before food blogs and everything was No Reservations with Catherine Zeta Jones and Aaron Eckhart, who I love, who's just, just disappeared, you know? But, um, that was based off the German film, mostly Martha, which is a good film, hmm. but no reservations is a fucking hmm. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking piece of shit. Hot steaming pile of shit because nothing about oh, that is man. legitimate or real. And like the whole scene of kefir lime leaves being her secret with the fucking like squat. Like the whole thing is a bunch of shit. I, I don't believe any of it. It's a terrible movie. Could have, <laughs> there's no, there's no way it could be redeemed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's not. Have you seen? Have you seen the reservations? <laughs> yeah. What you think? Oh, it's not good. It's one of those movies that I will. I had such like not high hopes, but like nice romantic comedy hopes for, and it didn't even hit that. So. So if we go to thrillist.com, 
the best food movies of all time. Let's just see what other people think. Number one, Big Night. Wrong. Number two, <laughs> A Bug's Life. Wrong. <laughs> what? The fuck is that a food? How the fuck is that, that a food no movie? That makes no sense. Yeah. Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. Good idea. Good. Epilogue's on there. And they have Julia, and I won't even say the other one. Boom. Just Julie, and that's it. And then Julia. But I, I think, again, if they just did <laughs> Julia Child it, the, and they edited out Amy Adams, I think that could be a top three contender. <laughs> just call yeah, it Anne Julia. Yeah, <laughs> We get it. Like right. Water for ch- Chocolate, I think is the same movie as Chocolat. Mm-hmm. But it was a sequel. <laughs> No, that one came no. first. It's the prequel no. to Chocolat. <laughs> Are you serious? Is Like Water for Chocolate a sequel or prequel no? To like Chocolat? Water for Chocolate is a, a Mexican. It's based in Mexico, and it came out eight years before Chocolat, the French movie. I don't I know. If I, should, about. I guess I should watch it. I see a pig's head in the background. That seems like a good fucking movie. All right, so that's on Dave's top five. <laughs> I'm looking at Trotters. I'm looking at Trotters on this table and a pig and, and some sausage. And it's got to, I, I, maybe I want to watch. You know what? Maybe we do this. Maybe we watch Like Water for Chocolate, a movie Let's that I don't think any of us have watched. Mm. Let's do it. Because okay. it's on Hulu. Let's Ooh. do it. <laughs> yeah, bonus. Bonus. Let's I'm do in. It. And, then, and, then, and then there's another Spanish movie called The Platform, a surprise hit on Netflix. Never seen it, heard of it. You guys know what I'm talking about? Mm. No. Mm-mm. Ratatouille's there. Oh, and they have Sideways. Oh, nice. Um, I don't think of that as a food movie, though. No. At all. There's like no cooking in it whatsoever. But it's not a f- movie about cooking, right? It's a movie, food know. and beverage. But I think for how do we, before we get out of here, let's like phrase what are we looking for in a food movie? It doesn't have to necessarily be about cooking in a professional kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. 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 But food has to be at the center of it. Well, right? I guess like not eating, just... the eating of food. There's got to be like food porn. There's got to be the talking of food. Like food's got to be a central element to it. Right. The food has to play, has to have, have as much screen time as a character. The food and then has I'm, to I'm be... I'm going to give you something that I agree with the thrillist about. Uh, I think Tempopo is good, but overrated in the sense that it's like, I love it, but it's not like the best. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's great. It's in my top, 10 for sure i don't think it's number one like many people i will say my dark horse for one of the best food movies ever is the trip with steve coogan big Mm. fan of that movie big fan of all the pre-sequels i think the food is very i think the the food plays a great role in that i think the michael kane impersonation is wonderful I don't know what they're talking about any other moment in that movie. <laughs> Fucking idea what the impressions are, who they're talking it's about, about. Searching for identity and meaning in a sure. world that doesn't have any meaning, Chris. Clearly. <laughs> sure. It's like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead with food. Yeah. But yeah. I uh I don't I don't know. I I worry that somebody's gonna go I, there. I, I I know anything about Shakespeare. I tell them Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> Oh, are you a scholar? Are you a scholar, sir? Will you be going to the festival this summer? Oh, man. You know, I'll tell you the truth. I never read fucking um, Macbeth. Is that uh, Hamlet? Is it Hamlet? I never read Both. that in school. Both. Yeah. But I only read Rosencrantz. The only Shakespeare I've ever read in my life, Rosencrantz and Gildenstern are dead. <laughs> which is not. Which is a talk stopper play. <laughs> Good job, uh, Fairfax County Public Schools. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's pick a movie. Let's watch a movie together. Are we like doing water like Water for, for Chocolate? Chocolate? 
I'm is it like no, for chocolate? Not like water oh, for chocolate. No. No. All right. Like water for chocolate. What, Let's what, do this. What is the translation of what's the original Spanish title of like water for chocolate? Como agua. <laughs> yeah, como agua para chocolate. See? Chocolate. Como agua para chocolate. There. There you go. I took Spanish for Did eight you, years. Are we gonna watch it in Spanish? <laughs> No, we're just going to yeah. watch it in English, right? I got to want to watch it in Spanish. I can't do it. All right, let's watch it. Let's wa- Let's all watch this together. We'll get people. We'll, we'll, we'll see if the Discord gang will come along with us. We'll get some hot takes. And we'll do this. We'll send out the details in the Fixer newsletter and post them on the Discord. Now we're just making everybody into the metaverse. And uh, <laughs> we'll post it in the metaverse, and then we'll do it in the real universe. And here's a question. Is Discord the metaverse? Oh, man. Go to that. Go to the. I don't think you Discord know what the ask. fuck you're talking about by just calling everything the metaverse right now. You sound like my this grandpa. Is, this is what my mom. Yeah, my mom did this the other day. She was like, "Is this the metaverse?" I was like, "Pokemon Go is the metaverse." And then she understood. I don't think you know what you're fucking talking about, dude. I was born in the metaverse. Mm. Well, do you think Chris knows mm. anything? I mean, I'm still skeptical on the metaverse. Therefore, I believe that Chris Yang probably is even what more is, unsure what it. is the metaverse what is it we just did a whole podcast with mike novogratz about this where i said but i don't know and then he explained it to us i was too embarrassed to ask him what the fuck the me- <laughs> what the fuck actually is the metaverse uh it's like the shit your phone is doing while you're doing something else <laughs> that's basically what the metaverse is <laughs> you Honestly, don't know what it is just like you don't know how to, just like you don't know and nobody knows how the that fuck is what it works. is how the cloud works with data storage, no one knows. No one knows. You can't tell me you know how the cloud works. I defy tell me how the cloud works. Better... Tell me how the cloud works. <laughs> they no, well, float you know around the in the sky, works? and whenever you take a photo, a little cloud <laughs> absorbs <Yeah>. it, <laughs> and then when you want it, it rains See, it back down on you. That's more sensible than what you just said about the metaverse. I, know I, it, I it. defy somebody to come up with a better explanation of the metaverse than it's what your phone is doing while you're doing other shit. <laughs> that's what the metaverse all right, all is. Right. Well... Until then, guys, think of how to fucking explain the metaverse and if someone can explain how the cloud works, let us know. Um, give us five stars on Spotify because they now have that. Just do it. And Spotify, you need to make that feature easier. It's way too difficult. Get on that. <laughs>